0: Welcome to the Crack House Chronicles, your favorite true crime podcast. I am Donnie, and with me is a man who only needs 10 more subscribers on OnlyFans, and then he can buy a dozen eggs. It's Dale.
1: What's up, man? What's going on? Yeah, I got a cure uh, cure for that. I'm going to get my new photo with my toes in a bowl of ice cream, and I think that'll put me over the top.
0: Dude. (laughs) I, I don't want any more ice cream for a while.
1: I'll put syrup on it or something. How about that?
0: I don't want any more syrup now okay i'm done with food i'm done with everything
1: see me see me for more dietary tips
0: <laughs> what's going on dude what's happening man i'm just just glad to be here man
1: yeah man having a blast aren't uh, we? having a ball on this uh national missing persons day yeah it is a good day
0: yeah we are uh, recording on a friday yeah We've got something special going on today
1: and it's gonna be fun
0: yep you got any good things do you want to mention or shout outs
1: yeah speaking of uh missing persons day and uh, they should agree who we uh put on our thing we want to give our buddy uh ricky oaks a shout out for uh kind of pushing our show on uh, somebody else's uh, podcast feed but uh you know kind of stepping on our toes but i appreciate you sending them our way because uh we really uh, we try to do a lot for each degree and you know, that being so local man we'd, we'd love to solve that thing and, yeah we're, that's something that's really close to our heart about, you know, her and her family and what's going on with that. It's yeah. been too long, what, 23 years? 23 years is February, years. yeah. Yeah, just the, what, a week, two weeks away. Yeah. And i uh, also like to give a shout-out to our buddy Chris Wayne and Thanks for the PayPal donation. You are going above and beyond, and we appreciate everything you do. Man. Yep.
0: Chris is on our Patreon also. Yes, he is. He helps us out there, and he also went to PayPal and left us a donation. We We have his
1: address, man. I'm going to send him something.
0: I do have his address.
1: All right. Give it to me before I leave. I'm going to hook him
0: up. I'll send it to you. Thank you. Yep. And if anybody wants to be like Chris and go to PayPal and leave us some gas money or scratch off money like Chris did, you can.
1: Yeah, man. That was awesome. awesome.
0: And if you don't want to... Make a donation. You can also go to Apple Podcast and leave a rate and review. That yeah. helps us out a whole bunch.
1: Yeah, we appreciate that. Just make sure you put something in the box, as you know, and we say every week. Yep, It'll, you know, uh, if it ain't in the box, we don't know about it. That's right. And it helps cause. That's right. Yep.
0: Other than that, we are going to get going dude, because we got a, uh,
1: a I'm, I'm interesting really, episode. I'm excited, man. This is going to be a good time.
0: Yep. Today we have a special guest. We're going to be talking about several different things. We're going to be talking about the Idaho murders, uh, Delphi murders. A little bit
1: more current stuff than we've been on, yeah.
0: Yeah, and uh, this may be, this is a little experiment we're going to try to do and maybe something we will do in the future. Yeah. But we want to welcome Enmeshed Podcast. They are are a podcast here in North Carolina. They're just uh, up the road from us, about an hour, hour and a half away from us, and they do true crime just like we do and we are so glad to have them on the show today we're going to talk about some current events talk about some cases that are in the news and give our perspective and what we think about it and go from there cool sounds
1: like a good time a good spin and something different than we usually do so i'm I'm really thrilled to do it
0: all right we want to welcome in mesh to the podcast we have amanda and pam welcome ladies what's up guys
2: hey thanks for having us thank you we are excited to do this today thank you
0: we are more excited because this is something i've been throwing around with dale back and forth you know maybe doing some current events uh, along with our other stories because we we like to cover stories that are you know either closed or missing persons that have been out of the news for a while and but this is something a little bit different that's in the news and Maybe something we want to continue doing later on. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah.
3: Yeah, sounds good. We like to do closed cases as well. Or we have a little bit of a summertime gap where we'll do a few enmeshed unsolved. But like you said, we'll go kind of back in time because we don't want to step on anybody's toes during an investigation. Or,
0: well, tell us you know. a little bit about your podcast. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Go ahead.
3: All right. Well, it's called Enmeshed. And a lot of people say, what is that? Well, it's actually kind of a psychology term of unhealthy family relationships. And we like to cover stories that involve either two brothers committing, like the Menendez brothers committing uh, a crime, or we've got three siblings robbing banks, um, anything that involves family, cousins, mm-hmm. that. You know, there has to be one person that gets the other person to do this along with them. And we kind of cover why is that, where does this
2: come from and how it ended up. Mm -hmm. Yep. So we have stories where they, the family members commit crimes together. And we also have stories where a family member or more commits the crime against another family member. Yeah. So a lot of variety, but within the family tree exactly
3: hey are you guys watching a uh, piketon massacre trial right now
0: have not i've seen where it was on but i hadn't really paid much attention to it i've sort of been involved with the murdoch murder trials and just sort of gotcha. yeah who, whose idea deal- was to come up with ms who whose brainchild was that
3: um that was mine the mom okay um only because I, I may or may not have been through some therapy in my life and that term has come up and I'm like, wow, I just love, love the word enmeshment and have used it and thought it would be different than, you know, all the other female teams who are kind of coffee and wine and such. So yeah, <laughs> went for it.
1: I think it's a lot better. actually.
0: Well, y'all got a good thing going on. and I, I do listen to your episodes. I may not listen to them the day they drop, but I do check them out when they when I get a chance. And y'all do a really, really good job. It's very professional and structured, and I enjoy listening to it.
3: Thank you. Same to you. I really enjoy your episodes and the camaraderie you have between the two of you.
0: Yeah, we've got a good thing going. It's a lot better than what I had in the beginning. So it's like, yeah, light, light years ahead of what I used to have. So this is great.
1: Yeah, well, we go, but we go way back. Yeah. Way, way, way. <laughs>
0: so, so we get each other. So yeah. it, it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, We
3: go way back too.
2: We're
0: good. <laughs> of course y'all do. I know y'all do.
1: Mother and daughter, yeah. All the way back. Yeah.
3: But we are not, the funny thing is we are not enmeshed at all. So hmm. therefore we're experts. Okay. Sweet. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> yeah. And um, Amanda has a brother as well. We're trying to get him on the podcast. So oh, well, maybe good. one day, but not today.
0: Well, just enmesh everybody then.
3: Yeah.
0: Right. Let's talk a little bit about the Idaho murders. This is uh, a very current case that's going on in the news right now. Brian Koberger has been arrested for these four homicides of, Dale, what were their names?
1: Zena, Ethan, Maddie, and Kaylee.
0: Yeah. These four students from Idaho were brutally slain in their home that they were staying at there on campus of University of Idaho. Right. And this is I can't get past, you know, all th- everything in the news about him stalking the house, you know, going there maybe twelve times. Yeah. Hanging out, his phone being pinged there at that location twelve times. And then going back and committing these murders. I, it just blows my mind that somebody would do something this horrendous to these four students. Do you students. think he's guilty? I do. I think they've got a lot of strong evidence on him. Um, right. I think if the the knife sheath that they took from the house that was left behind, I think if that hadn't been left behind, he may not have been arrested. Um, I think that's pretty damning.
1: I think the car evidence is what got him. You know, later on, when they seen the car and then they followed the car all the way back to where he lived and then they knew exactly where the car went and then when it came back by. Yeah. It's a lot of... It's exactly that way. It's a lot of, it's a lot of not coincidence. Yeah. Easy for me to say.
3: Well, exactly. I think there's, there's a lot out there. You know, people get on Reddit and, of course, on all the social media platforms. Mm-hmm. So I don't think there's evidence that he actually was... Like, they both worked at a restaurant, bar. There's no evidence that he was actually there, but there is evidence that he was on their Instagrams. Yeah, he kind was. Kind of... Yeah talking
0: them yeah mm-hmm. do you think that he was ever in that house maybe at a party at some point and that's a good
3: question i think it's
1: possible because uh i was watching a, a special the other night at the home it was the 2020 what was it when i see daylight that's what it was yeah it? and uh, they were talking about the parties that went on in the house and is that actually you know talking about how many times the, the cops were called because of loud noise and once they went there and there was a house full of people and no one in the house lived there so wow. I, I think it's very possible that he was. I don't know that. I think sure, it's possible. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I think there was a definitely a lack of boundaries there in that house, but it's college and they're partying and yeah. so do you think he's um, killed before since he's from Pennsylvania? That is
0: a very good question. Sure, yeah. I mean, who starts out committing four murders at one time? It's but, pretty
1: ballsy to go in a house with six people in it yeah. and just start stabbing. Yeah. Now, whether he knew oh. that. And he knew six people were in the house. I don't know. But, yeah, it's it's a, I don't know. It's, it's, you don't go from nothing to four, you know. Yeah. I don't, right. I don't think.
0: I think he's committed
3: but it some was kind. A, it was a little sloppy.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only thing that kind of makes you go, eh, I don't know, you know. But, you know, I, I think he probably went in and took what he saw, whoever he was after. he took that sheath off and just dropped it and then didn't think about it me make sure he took the knife, but he didn't think about it because the way, from what I understand, the chief was kind of underneath or right beside one of the victims, either uh, Maddie or Kaylee. I don't remember which one, but mm-hmm. so maybe it got rolled up a little bit. And then when he did, it was out of sight, he didn't think about it because by then he was already thinking that he has to go down the hall and do what he's got to do.
0: Yeah. And thinking about getting, I got to get the heck out of Dodge too.
3: Yeah exactly especially when there were two other roommates
0: that's why i asked if i thought maybe he'd been in the house before to, to be able to commit this crime in such a short period of time
1: to know the layout the
0: layout and to
1: whose rooms were
0: yeah and yeah. to get it done and get out
1: well plus they said that uh maddie had a big m you know in a pair of pink cowboy boots on her window from outside so you know exactly where her room was mm-hmm. and i'm not sure you know they said they thought that if he was stalking anybody it was uh kaylee but i don't know for sure yeah
2: When I looked at the crime scene photos, their house to me was not, there was nothing distinct to me about it. It was just kind of mixed in with a few other houses in that area. So it's just, it would be weird to me if that was a random thing because it it just didn't stick out.
1: Yeah, I definitely don't think it was random. Mm -mm.
2: No, especially with um, what he was studying
3: in college and... You know, he knew yeah, that, he know what he was doing.
1: That damn survey he put out was crazy. I was like, "What the Absolutely. hell?"
3: Absolutely <laughs> crazy. And I think I, I actually loved how the police department um, withheld information because everyone was, you know, like we need to catch them and all the speculation. But really, I think that they pretty much had him almost the whole time once they got that Hyundai. And you know, in Idaho. You have to have a license plate on the front and the back of a car. Yep, yep. In Pennsylvania, you don't. And his car, you know, with that they saw through that footage there, Mm -hmm. only had a back license plate, and and I guess it just the evidence just kept mounting and. They
1: got him. Yeah, I think so, too. I thought they did a hell of a job because, you know, like I said, I wasn't really deep dived into this before, but this week I've really been cramming on a lot of this, and I'm like, wow, these guys done a hell of a job, even though everyone was talking them down about they didn't know what they were doing, and we can't handle this, and they are just too small to be doing this kind of investigation, and behind the scenes, they got this guy within no time, really. As soon as they found a car, I mean, they back to over to Washington and back, and then all the way to his house 2,500 miles away yeah sitting outside watching him come outside at 4 o'clock in the morning throwing trash in his neighbor's house (laughs) yeah they knew they were smart they were smart not to say nothing
0: well let me throw this uh, question at you ladies do you think perhaps Brian's father knew he had done this committed this crime yes you think he might he might have known yes
1: really
3: I I think so yeah Um, what do you think?
0: I don't see how he wouldn't know. I mean, this is right. uh, This was right before what Thanksgiving. Him going back to uh, Pennsylvania.
1: Yeah, he flew. He flew out, and they drove the car back. Yeah, twenty five hundred miles. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know, man.
3: Yeah, And and people were saying that Brian's demeanor had changed after the murders. Um, so there had to be something noticeable. Mm. And and that's where we get into our meshed. Like whenever a family member covers for another family member, you know, just that whole relationship of what would you do? Yeah, right. That, this if is it why was your son.
0: This is why I posed this question to you guys. What if you thought maybe the father or, or even Brian's mother might have known he'd committed this crime? And and plus him cleaning the car up in the middle of the night, taking the trash out, putting it in the neighbor's bin. Right. You know.
3: Now it's said that he has O C D but I think that's a little extreme even for somebody with O C D Yeah. to be doing that in the middle of the night. Yeah. Um
1: That's why I was thinking maybe you know what you know, doing it in the middle of the night, he's trying to hide it from his parents too, I would think. Maybe. I don't know. They
3: had to know something you know, if you looked back into his background, he was a chubby kid who yeah. was constantly made fun of. Yeah, he's picked on so he picked on um people want to try to say he's an incel now which i'm not really buying that i don't think he's bad looking or anything that he couldn't actually go on a date you know and and have a relationship but but i don't know i think the motivation must have been she rejected him or somebody that he could never get on his own um, yeah. I know he took heroin in order to lose that weight and I mean obviously he's intelligent if he's made it through that many levels of criminal justice yeah in the phd program that's for sure right exactly in the phd program yeah. yeah
0: so it just it just blows my mind the um, the stalking aspect of it you know mm-hmm scoping these girls out i don't know if anyone particular was targeted dale and i've talked about this you know and may he could have been rejected by one of them at that that vegan restaurant that they worked at
3: right and or on instagram i think he was constantly sending them messages
0: yeah but if i don't know you know sometimes instagram messages will go to that little folder that's um it's like a request yeah request folder yes and you don't see them, and I mean, we get them too, and I don't see them, right? And people say they don't answer my, my <laughs> message, but you know, we really don't see them. So I, I kind of get that in a way.
1: You know, it's true. You know, I saw I was heard today where he's talking about where he had went into some bar somewhere and had been uh kind of being rude to some of the waitresses stuff after having a couple of beers. So it's definitely where he could go in and just say with well, you know, he just says whatever he wants to say and then, you know, if he said it to these girls, they they didn't look like the kind of girls that that's just gonna somebody talked to him like that, you know, they would probably kind of put him in his place, and that would definitely set him exactly. off. I would think, you know,
0: yeah,
4: mm-hmm.
1: if he's already looking to be over everybody, you know, he's tired of being bullied. It's his turn.
0: What all have they released on this guy that they have? Just the knife sheath and the the phone data? Is that the pretty... phone
3: and of course the car? The, the car. car, yeah, the, the, the car. car. And some people are saying, Oh, he was framed, but I absolutely believe it was him, um, especially with everything they found from, like you said, the survey yeah, um, yeah, and just his, his background and being weird and, and all of that. What I think is interesting now is they do have all this evidence to go to trial, but they're saying, Oh, we don't, we don't need to do the, um, fast trial because I think that. The defense needs to get together all of the evidence that the prosecution has. Mm-hmm. There's like 18 pieces of, of evidence, and then they need time to figure out their story. And in that time, it's something else is going to come into the news and be forefront instead of this. Yeah, you know, so it gives up. them time to just kind of let it all settle down.
1: It blew my mind when he had a he has a public defender. It's like, mm, <laughs> not good.
0: Well, speaking of that public defender, this lady, I think her name is Ann Taylor. She was the representative for Zaina Kernodle's mother in a a drug trial. Hmm. And um, she's been getting a lot of flack for this, for dropping her and taking on Brian's case. But everything I've read, too, that she she was told to take over Brian's case because I think she was the most qualified there as far as a public defender to handle this case. She's handled these cases before. And Zena's mother is really, you know, speaking out against this. I mean, it, he's the one, you know, arrested for killing her daughter, but they're saying how they could pull her off of her case to defend him and him, the one that's murdered her daughter. Y'all have any thoughts on that or anything? I think
3: it's I did hear about that. I think it's um, probably a small town and the pickings are slim. Yeah. And I would I would think if if she was busted on a drug charge um, and she had to go to rehab, something like that. And I'm not here to, you know, say anything about her at all, of course. But but the attorney has the right to do whatever she wants to do. And. I don't know if if how she's getting paid or anything. So
0: I think it was out of her hands. I think the public defender's office. So are they from the same place? Right. No. Yeah.
3: yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think there's so many things that we don't know, but wow. yeah, I think it's I think it's uh, unfortunate, but that's how the justice system works.
0: Oh yeah, I agree.
3: Yeah. Do you,
0: do you think that um Koberger acted alone in this case you think he's a lone stalker killer or maybe he had, had some help there has been some talk I of think this he,
2: I, I feel like he was alone just based on what i've seen from the case
1: mm-hmm. yeah me too yeah i think he
2: was alone absolutely i mean it's
3: just so brutal and it seemed like kaylee right was the one that was hurt the worst targeted or Mm -hmm. so the other ones were kind of in the way
0: yeah
2: so yeah i think it was
3: because there was really nothing stolen
2: or no and they had all been out drinking right and pretty much going to bed it was the middle of the night so i feel like um it it was just i don't want to say easy but there wasn't as much of a defense from them, right. <clears throat> I guess. So I could see him doing it alone.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, like you said, I think his guy's been going through all this mess his whole life. And then mm-hmm. he tried to hit up with these girls and then he got rejected. And then through all his studies and saying he's so smart and he knew all this stuff, I think after the survey, it just makes me think he wanted to feel what it felt like to do this. Exactly. And I think he'd been thinking about it for years and years and years. And finally it was time mm-hmm. for him to do it. Yeah.
3: Right, and he's probably practiced on animals, or you know. Whatever. Right.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's his first. Very, very possible. Any kill, but you know, yeah. I don't know if, like you said, yeah, I think he's he's he started somewhere else, but I, I don't think he's very, very good at it.
0: Nah. No. Oh, and one People more. People
3: th- compare him. Oh, go ahead.
0: No. Oh, and one more thing about this, um, you know, Zaina had ordered DoorDash that morning, and was on TikTok too, close to the time of the murders. So her and, I guess, maybe her boyfriend, Ethan, had to be awake.
1: Well, it was about 4 or 4.10, I think, when they said she was on TikTok. But, you know, and also, I mean, uh, you say DoorDash doesn't necessarily mean they ordered food. This is true. Because when we were in Florida a couple weeks ago, we door some bottle of Fireballs because you, know, you can get anything off of DoorDash. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it probably, sorry, <laughs> but, but I mean, we, we're at the hotel. We didn't have any cars at the hotel. But, uh, yeah, so it not necessarily mean that they ordered food. I mean, it this, probably, yeah. probably was, but I mean, what restaurants opened up four in the morning, I don't know many. Yeah,
0: they, uh, could, have, they could order anything. In the college true. town, it
1: could be different, yeah. I guess, but, yeah, so.
3: That's true.
1: Hmm. That is true. I
3: can tell you this. It sure looks cold there.
1: Yeah, yeah. They have that. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Y'all have so any more. people were. Comp- yeah, I'm going to say one more thing here. Yeah, go um, ahead. I've heard people trying to compare him to Ted Bundy. You know, all the all the serial killers, especially coming from Washington there. But I don't. I don't see this as a serial killing. Of course, it was a massacre. Mm-hmm. And you know, serial killers, he might have had that mentality. And I think he could have become a serial killer easily. Um, But I don't label him as a serial killer. How about you guys? No, No. I
0: mean, this, this was just um, evidently, if they don't have anything else on him, this was his first kill.
1: Well, you can go technically, technically, he killed more than three people.
0: Yeah, but I think they define serial killer as uh, there's a cooling off period. Between exactly kills.
1: Yeah, I don't think he's a serial killer. No. Yeah, you know, kind of like B, yeah. BTK or something.
3: Right. But There's a cooling off right in a, a pattern, and which don't you think it could have come to okay. that?
1: Now, i seen where Carrie said that uh, he did study under someone who was really into her dad. You know? Yeah, um, Ramsland, she was
0: a professor at um, in Pennsylvania. Yeah. He studied under, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. kind of scary. I saw her tweet that out. or, or uh, Yeah.
3: That is scary. Mm-hmm. I bet Pennsylvania is looking a few of their cases right now, close to the Poconos. Or are, I would
1: be.
0: You know they are. they got to be. Any missing persons or unsolved
1: murders or anything, they've got to be looking at that. They I'm sure that DNA machine is wide open. Yeah.
3: What do you guys think about, I mean, with, with technology today, um, you know, they can even tell if you're plugging your phone in to your charger. They can go back and tell that. Yeah. I mean, how do people think they can get away with anything? Well, oh no, not how the a cameras. Phone. <laughs>
0: if you, if you got that phone on, phone on your hip. All, yeah. yeah, if you got that phone on your hip or in your pocket, yeah, you're being tracked. hmm Yeah.
3: Not only that, but in cities there's cameras at every Everywhere, yeah. corner. Yeah. Everywhere.
0: Yeah, I don't see how people think they can get away with murder or anything with all this <laughs> stuff going on.
1: Yeah, I was listening to a special in this case with a guy from the CIA, and they were talking to him. And his phone, it didn't sound real good, like this quality we have with you guys. they were asking him about it, and he goes, no, I don't have a smartphone. He said, well, I have one. It's data plan only, and I use it for either photos, video, or GPS. Otherwise, I use this flip phone I'm talking to right now. Mm-hmm. He said, I don't have a smartphone. Dude. I don't, it don't. It's not hooked up to the system. Wow. That's smart, really? Yeah. Which is CIA yeah. I mean I'm sure he's nervous
3: yeah <laughs> right <Huh. laughs> well it's it's a catch 22 because you can turn off your location and all of that but I may want to be found one day yeah mm-hmm. you know
1: yeah it definitely That's comes helpful. in handy and you're exactly right I mean it's like uh What's that stuff you got? We got my kids got on the phone. Oh,
0: uh, live 360.
1: La 360. Yeah. We have that. Oh, and yeah. They're like, Oh yes. And I'm like, you gotta have it on there. I'm paying for your phone. It's going to be on there. And they're like, well, but then one night we couldn't find her and she was asleep at some friend's house and we tracked her down. And then another time that, uh, she thought she had lost her phone and it actually had fell down between uh, her sister's, uh, seat in, uh, in the console and they couldn't see it. So they called home and then, uh, looked on there and, and when her sister left to go to the store, that they were at previously has uh, Your phones in her car cause it's moving right now. So it comes in handy that way, but you know, also you're, you're not getting away with anything.
3: Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. When my kids were growing up and Amanda's 33 now, so not that long ago, but I don't think we had cell phones yet. Um, she was getting on MySpace on dial up computer, but we did have a key logger back then that right. you could go, you know, track and see who they were talking to and, what they were saying. So there's always been. Well, something. that's
2: some shit. <laughs> by the way, by the way, learning of this. <laughs> no. by the way, yeah. These are.
1: We th- knew all your you passwords, girls. These,
2: these are <laughs> things you need to know.
3: Well,
0: they'll have a conversation after we get done today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's
2: going to be a follow up conversation <laughs> on that one.
1: <laughs> like what the heck, ma? Oh yeah, we do everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we knew stuff. Yeah. yeah, we know stuff. Yeah, that's <laughs> right.
3: <laughs> same. Same with teenagers. They think
1: they can
3: get away with anything
0: but mm-hmm. yeah not so much <laughs> let's talk about uh the delphi murders a little bit going over there in indiana all
3: right yeah
0: this is um this is another
1: well i was about to cry listening to something this man
0: yeah this here it's been going on for a little over four years now and you know they just made an arrest here back well it was november on this richard island
1: yeah i think that's supposed to start right. in march Halloween. right yeah yeah, it was Halloween. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. October
0: 31st. So, and I haven't heard of much they have on this guy. I think other than the bullet casing they found at the, the murder scene. it Actually, it was an unspent mm-hmm. shell. Mm-hmm. And and they I know they searched his home, took a bunch of stuff, and maybe dug up in the yard some things. But I don't know what all they have on this guy. You're not telling me. no.
2: Didn't they, they interviewed him originally as a person of interest? I think they had so many. They did. Well, yeah. And he admitted. And he confirmed that he was there. Yeah,
0: he admitted it, yeah.
2: And And the clothes, I think he mentioned the clothes he was wearing at that interview, and they were a match to the footage that was on the phone, correct?
4: Mm Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Right. I can I can only imagine that it's taken them this long to gather all the evidence that they need. And you know, there was a reward of I think two hundred and twenty five thousand for a tip. Yeah. And tips came in globally. Oh yeah. Um, but I'm gonna say a family member turned them in and that they were tracking him. That's that's what I think. I mean, because it did take five years mm-hmm. and they they did have his voice on from Abby's phone, or yeah, yep. the phone, yeah, yeah, from one of the girls' phones, and they have not actually even said how these girls died. Just that there was a lot of blood loss, and then the unspent shell. Yeah, yeah, they won't. So die. they haven't released a lot of information. No, we don't know if they were sexually assaulted or.
0: Yeah, we don't know anything about this. Right. This is frustrating for us. Yeah, they said the crime scene was very brutal. Yeah. That's all we know, yeah. and and it was staged. But
1: other than that, right. There was nothing else. Yeah, and possibly.
0: But they
3: don't even say
1: how it was right? said so, you know, possibly three different kind of signatures they left. I was like, hmm, hmm. three.
0: Yeah, I don't know this this Richard Allen guy, and also there's another thing too they they determined the width of the bridge with the height of bridge guy. You know, doing a little math and geometry right. that I never studied in school much, but they determined that the the guy walking on the bridge had to be at least six feet tall from the doing the the math. But Richard Allen is a very short man; he's only like what five four, five five, maybe. Yeah, know.
3: he's he's short, but his he's got short legs, but his torso is longer, mm-hmm. and. You know, he was the manager at CVS, which, by the way, is my favorite store of all time ever. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So um, he was the manager, and I don't think that there was any talk at the store like, wow, it could have been him, even though they had posters at every window possible. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we even saw a picture of him where the poster was behind him at a party because the posters were everywhere.
1: Yeah, it was at a bar. Yeah, It was right behind him, yeah.
3: Right. Yeah. He's
1: five foot four. Yeah, he's short. Five
3: foot four. Okay. But they said his clothes were always baggy. And then once that they kind of put it together, you know, that picture, it's like, oh, yeah, that does look like him. But he's quiet. He's nice. He's married. You know, there just wasn't anything. But he only lived an hour and a half, um, a mile and a half from the crime scene.
1: Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One of the offshooting creeks goes right by his house. So he sure would know mm -hmm. the place very well. Mm-hmm. but I don't mean to kill somebody but...
0: yeah I, but I, why I don't know I listened to an interview with uh, I think the Murder Sheet podcast covered this quite a bit and I listened to those guys and they was inter- they were interviewing some of his co-workers there from the CVS and they just said he was just a quiet guy very polite you know helped all the customers just friendly
1: friendly guy so was Jeffrey Dummer. yeah true
3: <laughs> well yeah but he's, you know, Alan is married and I don't know whether he has kids or not. I know he does he has, have a kid. Yeah. Yeah. He does. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's 50 now. So he was like, I don't know, 44 or 45 at the time, but there doesn't seem to be any other, um, history. Yeah. I know. I mean, nothing.
0: Yeah. He don't have any criminal record at all. Right. So I don't know.
3: Well, he did look a little shell shocked in his, um, mugshot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, so, yeah, so, so also,
1: how did they even get on his trail?
3: Uh-oh.
1: Do we know? I think it was a tip. Okay. Yeah, okay, and then
3: they went to his. They went to his house and they found, a the gun that matched the unspent shell. Mm-hmm. However, they do that. Yeah. Um, and then I think there was something about the clothes, but honestly, I think it was a tip from inside.
1: Could have been. If it was an unspent shell, if, and, if they got it from the casing, it would have to be ejected from the gun, otherwise they wouldn't have nothing. Yeah. Because when it's mm-hmm. ejected, it a little mark or whatever from the that gun marks right. it marks the shells different ways. So if he would just have dropped one, it, they would have nothing. Yeah. It's got I'm that sorry ed- I had to be to cut you off there. That's interesting. Yeah. Because I don't know much about yeah, guns and all
3: that, but.
2: They had the voice recording out there for several years oh, as great. well. Um, I mean, that was very public, and it was asked that if anyone recognized the voice, then to call in. So it could have been related to the the voice recording. That's but, right. And the
3: voice said, go down the hill.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some, yeah. Down, down the hill.
3: Down ah, the, the hill. Down,
1: down,
4: down the hill. Yeah. yeah. Down
1: the hill.
0: But this, re- this <laughs> oh, yeah. reported they have a, a bunch more video that goes along with that they haven't released.
4: Oh. So, yeah, oh, so
0: it's like 19 more seconds of audio, video they have never released on this guy.
1: Well, it's probably, if, if it's as bad as the first part today they said sounds pretty good, then I think she probably got a little bit of video and probably put it in her pocket, and, and the rest of it just, just probably garbled. Could have, man. Because on, uh, what was that when I was listening to Down the Hill podcast I was listening to, they, they were talking to the guy at the end, he said that it's not a lot. He said, I know everybody thinks there's just this great massive amount of video and stuff on there, but it's not nearly what you think it is. Hmm. Of course, they're not going to release it anyway, but they might later during the trial. Could be. That's what, next month, right? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Right. I'm going to say their evidence is strong enough for them to make this move that they've got them and it's going to come out and we're going to be like, oh.
1: (laughs) I think so. Yeah. A lot of people don't think this cat did it, but I'm not sure.
0: Yeah. All right, I'm gonna pose this question again to you, ladies. Um, same question I had for the Idaho murders. Do you think Richard Allen's wife knew anything about this?
3: Hmm. I wish we could. I wish we knew more. Yeah, but I'm gonna say she had suspicions.
2: Hmm. Yeah, I agree.
0: Yeah, she just uh, disappeared off the map too. I think she's staying somewhere else right. with some relatives or something.
2: So.
3: Right. But you know what's going to happen whenever the tipster comes out? The the police department, which is basically government, um, has to write a check. And that check will be public. Yeah. So, so know. that will one day come out.
0: This is
1: true. That'd be happening mm-hmm. if his wife told him. She said she get the check. Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. So. Yeah.
3: But I'm going to say guilty to all of the above for right now. Do you if, think i think his trial i think his trial is going to be there in in delphi indiana but the jury is coming in from another town
0: i think yeah they're coming in from somewhere else because they have nowhere to go i mean they, they they try to you know go 100 miles any direction there's there's really nowhere to go
1: yeah it's not like him. there's right. there's nobody that doesn't know about it yeah right
0: do you think he acted alone do you think he had help or this was just a, a one-off for him too Kind of like Koberger in the Idaho murders. Yeah.
3: I'm going to say alone. alone. Yeah. You think he was alone? Alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And probably a, a one off. So, it, one and done. Well, mm-hmm.
0: But what's crazy about this whole case is the Keegan Klein aspect of it, the, the angle, you know, him Snapchatting the girls, pretending to be um, a teenage boy. I think it was Anthony Shots. And, mm-hmm. you know, and he was right there in the area from peru indiana and then this happens and they've arrested some other guy for this this richard allen you know keegan klein is in jail for unrelated crimes i think child pornography and um solicitation of a minor or something but um you know he's he's saying that he didn't have anything to do with this and he's been interviewed quite a bit on it but it's just weird that Him was he was the one that was Snapchatting them, and then uh, just so close to him, that's just it's weird. I don't know.
3: That is weird. Well, what what's your opinion?
0: I don't know. I've even I've even thought about it. Maybe uh, Keegan Klein and Richard Allen knew each other, and they were passing the information along that you know maybe to tell Richard Allen, hey, these girls are going to be there that day. If you want to go over there,
1: sharing photos.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's very possible
3: that is possible that's, that's horrible yeah yeah uh, well we will soon find out
1: yeah can't wait.
3: and yeah. you know what there's a death penalty um, in Indiana yeah it's a death penalty state so he might start talking
0: yeah hey pull off pull some evidence out he might enter yeah. a ple- <laughs> uh, guilty plea hmm yep
3: right start talking that's um, the Piketon massacre that's what happened the Four family members killed eight family members of another family, and they wanted off the death penalty. So one started talking, mm-hmm. and that's that.
1: Yeah, yeah, they get real. Oh. They're all tough till that stuff comes out.
0: Yeah, I yeah. can't wait for the. Can't <laughs> wait for this Richard Allen to get started this this trial. This is gonna be very interesting to see what happens with this and what comes yeah. out.
3: Will it be televised?
0: We don't know yet. We don't know. Okay. I hope it will, but you never know what uh yeah, it needs to be whatever the judge decides yeah
3: well how about the other big trial going on right now
0: oh the murdoch oh boy
3: yeah
0: yeah this yeah I've, I've been a mess yeah, I've <laughs> been listening to this quite extensively I yeah Dale's he watches me at work sometimes and that's what I'm listening to here lately through my earbuds and uh this is um pretty crazy they've got a lot on him and I don't I don't know I think he's yeah, guilty. I, I think he's guilty of
2: it. Guilty. Yeah. Yeah. He's guilty of a lot of things.
1: Yeah. Being severely stupid is first thing. Yeah. I mean, if you got that but kind I had, of money, I had why, had to, why in the world?
2: I had to get a beer last night. I was, I was <laughs> reading through just to make sure I had all the details of the case. And just the rabbit hole that I went down, I had to stop and just grab a drink so I could continue. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
3: there's five murders really associated with this whole case, not to mention all the fraud embezzlement. Um, The only thing that I think is a little bit questionable is that it is a good old boys network there in the low country. And his, of course, you know, he's a lawyer and his father and his father before his father. And so his grandfather's picture was hanging up in the courtroom and they had to take it down. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a lot of power and even though there's so much evidence and you know he's doing all these crocodile tears and all that I don't know it worries me a little bit that there could be one little thing although yeah. I think they're chipping away at, at it with the Snapchat that also that just came out
0: yeah the video with him his voice on there and we had they had two testify I think it was yesterday that was um, confirmed it was, they were Paul's buddies that confirmed it it was Alex's voice on that Snapchat video, along with Maggie oh. and Paul. Oh. And this was just minutes before they were murdered. And he said he was nowhere near the place. He said it was his, at his mother's, checking on her.
2: Yep, Yeah, he claimed that he, when he got to the estate, they were already dead. And that's when he made the 911 call. So, yeah. that is interesting. Which then, the 911 call did,
3: was believable. He had the high-pitched voice and... You know, all of that going for him. But he also knows the law. He knows exactly what to do. Right.
1: Yeah. Well, it's just like the one so, we just
3: but, did. But what was the motive here? I know he had two guns and shot his son, I guess, allegedly, in the chest. And then son was down and shot him again to where the brain detached from yeah. his head. Blew his brain then, out, yeah. Yeah. Like, w- what? Why? How in the hell can you do that? I don't
0: know. This My theory is that you know Maggie's wife was working she worked part-time there at the law office and helping with bookkeeping and stuff and I think she may have learned of his embezzlement and stuff and was maybe threatening to turn him in okay. uh, that's that's my theory I don't know, but mm-hmm. and I think she knew more than what was going on or what she told anybody and she confronted him about it because I mean she wasn't they weren't living together. She was living at the house at Edisto Beach, and he was staying at the hunting lodge. Oh, okay. So, mm. yeah. But they everybody said they had mm. a very happy and loving marriage, but you know, I, I think there they they were trouble <laughs> troubles going on, and they weren't yep. telling about. And they're trying to throw Paul into the bus, telling him that he was mm. careless with his guns. He would just leave them laying around everywhere you know and leave one at the, at the dog kennels leave him at his buddy's house and in a truck or wherever i think they're trying to use that angle of the defense to say that you know he was careless and maybe somebody come up and got a gun and shot him and his been maggie but how old was paul 22 i think yeah 22
3: yeah now the other son is um right behind him right supporting him yeah he's believing been, him yeah he's been there in the uh
0: in the courtroom every day along with uh um alex brother john marvin he's been there too
2: right yeah so
1: which son was it that killed a girl on the boat wreck that would be paul
0: the oh, one that got okay. murdered yeah yeah right mallory beach
2: yeah mallory beach that was in 2019 i mm-hmm. believe where paul was drunkenly allegedly drunkenly driving the boat and crashed it and um they found mallory i believe eight days after they started searching for her yeah yeah, so she, right, not only
3: Mallory, but also their um, live in. Um, I guess she didn't live in, but their housekeeper who yeah. were the Gloria Gloria Satterfield, yeah. yeah, raising, helping raise the children, and then what about the guy that was like
0: a uh, guy was or run right?
3: over, but not really. That was killed um, off on the road. Stephen he was Smith, years old. Yes.
0: Yeah, Stephen Smith. Yeah. Yeah, that it's just so many deaths and murders related to this this family.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. they're the common denominator in all all of them.
0: Mm-hmm. I, don't know, I think yeah. that was, and,
3: then, and, and it all comes down to money. Yeah, yeah.
0: They've determined I think he embezzled a little over ten million dollars from um, PMD, the law firm that he was a part of. Hmm. So yeah, that'll that will make people do crazy things. I guess. But they also said that wonder- he had, he had a an opioid addiction for like twenty years. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't know.
2: Well, yeah, I believe he checked himself into rehab before the arrests started happening because I believe he was arrested twice. Um, the first time for the money and embezzling and all kinds of charges related to the finances, and then. Um, he was also arrested for his own plotting his own suicide. Oh, that's him? right. Yeah. yeah.
3: He had somebody shoot him, but not kill him. Yes.
0: Yeah. Cousin right. Eddie. He said, Cousin that, Eddie. Cousin <laughs> Eddie <laughs> shot him in the head.
1: Shooter full. Bam. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah.
3: Well, having yeah. an opioid addiction doesn't make you a murderer, though. Right. I that's mean. what I was going to say. Yeah.
0: No, but all the embezzlement and stuff trying to cover your tracks opening Mm -hmm. fake
1: accounts to to hide the money if these people are super rich already why Why? that's what blows my mind exactly if you're already super rich why do you have to steal from yourself yeah
3: and yeah i don't i mean it's beyond narcissism i i i don't know we're going to cover this once it's all
2: said and done yeah Yeah. this is going to be a long story i i felt like i was reading season five of ozark
4: wow. (laughs) I don't know if
2: you all watch that show, but (laughs) it is an amazing show, but I was like, this is the plot for season five right here. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's
3: just crazy. Yeah. This is where, uh, you couldn't even make this up though. Exactly. True life is way more involved in, like you said, going down the rabbit hole than, than any fiction.
0: Mm -hmm. It's all, it's all coming out in a trial and, the. so, hopefully, they can find us out what happened mm-hmm. to him. Yeah. And they can, you know, because I think he did it. I think he murdered Paul and Maggie. I mean, it's. Just, Absolutely. Yeah. I yes. he did. Guilty. Yeah.
2: Guilty. Well, I was reading an article yesterday. Um, I guess there's a piece of evidence that um, witnesses have testified that Alex had a customized AR 15 style rifle made just for him. And this type of gun is compatible with the bullets used to kill Maggie and aligns with the evidence that Murdoch used yeah. such a rifle to kill her. It was so a blackout. That was very interesting. A blackout rifle. Yes. It was
0: like
1: $4,500. Yeah. So why would yeah. he be that damn stupid?
2: I know. I know. If you have a custom
1: gun, don't use it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that is
3: a pretty damning piece of evidence mm-hmm. right there. But again, the good old boys network and... I'll make it look like somebody stole this gun and did it. Yeah, Um, true. You know, I can get away with this. I'm above the law.
0: Well, they said everybody in town was scared of them. You know, they didn't want to mess with the Murdochs. That they would, you know, if you crossed them, they would do something to have you put in jail or have you arrested. That's how Mm -hmm. how powerful they were. Yeah. This one little area. Our
3: money. We'll see if uh, sex is involved at all. I guess I haven't well, heard goodness. any. I haven't heard anything on that avenue. Yeah, I'll be. Have you guys? I'll be interested to see affairs? if uh,
0: uh, maybe a, a mistress comes out later mm-hmm. on. Yeah, he was having an oh. affair. Yeah,
2: he's not. He's not a looker, so it must have been money-driven. <laughs> if that's the
3: case. Oh, <laughs> well, I think the son is really a victim here as well because he he will have lost his. Immediate family. I mean, yeah, yeah, he's by himself. Done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'll have to change his name and move somewhere else.
2: Possibly, I don't know. Let's see what happens. Very possible. Have you guys seen there is a three-part docu-series coming out on Netflix on February 22nd regarding the Murdoch murders?
0: No, I haven't. Yep. Hmm. yep,
2: yeah. yeah, it's coming out soon. It's it's called Murdoch Murders: A Southern Scandal. Wow, great. <laughs> yes, so that will be fun to watch yeah. <laughs> Netflix, but it won't be completed. Well, right, so, yeah. right. Yeah, this trial seems like it's going to go on for quite a while.
0: Well, that's the why they can do a two-parter or a three-parter, make money off
2: right. of it. Yeah,
0: win-win for everybody. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yep.
3: <laughs> Did you guys watch uh, Dahmer?
1: Yes, <laughs> yes. It mm-hmm. was so good. Yeah,
3: I I thought it was good, and I thought they were okay with the victims. Um Yeah, I learned a lot I didn't already know.
1: Right? Yeah, me too. So,
0: yeah, the acting yeah. to me, the acting was amazing. Yeah, that oh. Guy was amazing.
2: Awesome. Oh, Evan Peters is yeah. one of the best.
1: He's always been great in uh, American Horror Story, but dude,
2: he knocked
3: yes. out of the
1: park in this dude. Yeah. Yes.
3: <clears> yeah. He won an award and everything. Now I haven't been able to watch Casey Anthony yet, though.
0: Yeah, you need to watch Casey Anthony.
3: I hadn't watched it. Either. Yeah.
0: Yeah, she's, Ugh. yeah, she's, uh, uh. Oh,
2: Don't even get me started.
0: Yeah, you, you need to watch it, but yeah, she's guilty, too. You
1: think,
2: okay. Oh, You absolutely. think she's Oh, yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Everyone is guilty today. Guilty.
1: Yeah, I was always just go, I don't really think so. This little docu stirred up.
0: She was trying to throw her dad under the bus the whole time. You no, know, he's the one who did it. Yeah, that's what she was doing.
1: Yeah. He's going to put the gas in there. Come on, man.
0: Yep. Drowned in the swimming pool.
1: Mm-hmm. That's him. Oh, my goodness. Ooh. Yeah, she was throwing her... Took her over to Zanny's house. <laughs> Zanny, Zanax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, well, we have one more case we want to talk about. It's actually not even a case yet. If you guys um, yeah. don't have anything else to add to Murdoch, we'll have to revisit that one for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. But since it is missing person day, and thank you guys for letting me know that early this morning, I saw... <laughs> yep, I that. Well that
1: yeah. is on top of details. I'm gonna give you that. Well, I
0: hope you made a post on a missing person.
3: I did. Okay, cool. That the was, one that I'm gonna talk talk about right now. All right
0: then. Bring it on Okay.
3: <laughs> so um where we are here close to Charlotte, there is a missing eleven year old girl. Her name is Madalena Kojahari. Koja Kahari. It's a hard name to pronounce. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Oh, so she
1: spilled. okay. Go ahead.
3: She's missing from a neighborhood right down the street from us. Um, it's right off of I seventy seven. It's a very nice neighborhood around Lake Norman. Um, she's been missing since November twenty first, and the last footage was her getting off the school bus because you know there are cameras on the school bus mm-hmm. um, at her home. So the, her parents did not report her missing. And then there was the whole Thanksgiving break. Um, she didn't come back to school and I think you can be missing for 10 days. And then the resource officer, they called, they went to the house to visit. Her mother said, she's, she's not here, but I'll bring her in. So they made a appointment and the mother came into the school and did not bring the girl. So that's when the school called to make a missing report. Three weeks later, so now this little girl's been missing three weeks. And just a little background: her mom, Diana, I believe is thirty-seven, and then it's her stepdad, Christopher, who's sixty. So, wow, wow. Diana, mm-hmm. And he has an excellent job here at Ingersoll Rand. Imagine okay, that. there's no, it's, it's all good. Um, Diana came from. Moldova, which is in between Romania and Ukraine. And I guess she left with Madalena and left the father. She had been on an international dating site and it sound it kind of sounds like, you know, buy your bride and that's what Christopher did and she came here. And she's a little bit of a whack job. I w- I will say that. She's kind of out there. And- I didn't
2: know she was part of a cult.
3: Yes. That was something that, yes. Mm-hmm. And we don't even know if they, they, uh, practice, you know, celebrating Thanksgiving since they were from a different country. Right. So, you know, just another day people are like, for Why them, weren't right? they together? Yeah. Yeah. Like you would think the family would be together on Thanksgiving, but, but, you know, we can let that one go. So, so yeah. Um, th- in North Carolina, there's a law that, If you don't report your child missing, it's a felony. You're going to jail. And they did. Hmm. Neither one are talking. Um, The FBI, SBI police have done a fantastic job as well. And they are keeping a lot of things under their cuff. Um, They're both in jail. They both led not guilty to anything. Um, they went and searched their house. They have warrants, which some are still sealed and they got, you know, all the evidence they could. They even dug up around the backyard a little bit because there had been a fire back there. The neighbors said, um, search the lake, search the lake, dredge the lake, nothing. And they can usually find somebody in that lake pretty quick. Mm -hmm. So there is no sign of her, um, The day after she was missing, dad got in his car and went to Michigan. I think there's
2: some family up there. And then he said he was going to go grab some things from his home that he has in Michigan. Mm -hmm. What those things were, I don't know. Mm. And left his wife at home. And
3: she said, oh, I thought he took Madalena with him. (laughs) And he said, no, I thought you had her. And their phones show there's no contact between them. Or at least they said there's there was no texting like, oh, is she with you? no issue with you. So it's just a really bad story that's going on here. And I don't think that there's going to be a happy outcome. Um,
2: Mm-mm. unfortunately, yeah. not.
3: even if it's somehow she was sold to a sex ring or something like that. That's kind of what some allegations have been, but wow. I just, I think he's violent. Um, I don't think it's looking good. It's been over three months. The temperatures have dipped very low if she was some kind of runaway. Yeah. Her pictures are absolutely everywhere. And this is an affluent area. It's, I mean, people are looking. There were vigils. People were taking food to the FBI agents and water, you know, trying to help any way they could. Um, And also, she was quiet. I guess, of course, a little bit reserved. Mm -hmm. Being from another country, probably. There was
2: one thing. She wore a heavy jacket to school every day, and she refused to take it off, which... I mean, may not say anything, but it may also say that she was being abused at home. That we don't know. Um, But it's just a very sad situation all the way way around. And on our end, we believe that both parents know something. So hopefully that will come out soon. How much have you guys heard about this case at all?
0: Yeah, I've heard about it. But you just filled in a lot of holes that I didn't know. The one question I have is, what are the... Parents in jail for just not reporting a child missing, or they have other charges yes. on them? Just that?
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's Kaylee's law, just, actually, <laughs> if you didn't know. Just
2: that. And like I don't think Case every Anthony. state has that law. Yeah. Thank goodness we do. Yeah, mm-hmm. not
1: every state, but it's uh, Kaylee's law from Case Anthony's. That's
2: where oh, it came okay. from. Yeah. Uh-huh. Makes it a felony oh, for a parent
1: or a caregiver not to report a child missing to law enforcement within 24 hours.
3: Okay look at you being on good I'm glad we're information sharing here yeah, yeah. Um. I, I think he's his bail is 200,000 and hers the mom is 250,000 and they could make bail and if they do they will have to surrender passports wear an ankle bracelet mm-hmm. um, and have no contact with each other so they could possibly get out I would say more him than her man it but, sounds a um, lot like
1: Zara Baker doesn't it yeah
3: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm yep but this is but the, again what's the motive why she's just this beautiful 11 year old girl in this great area given an opportunity for a life in america yeah
0: very nice so. neighborhood from everything i've seen online and stuff
3: mm-hmm.
0: i don't know they had to be some stuff going right. on in the home that we're not aware of
3: absolutely yes. and the the cult thing kind of
2: scares me a little bit too though yeah. Can you talk about that a little bit? Because I didn't know anything about that until you shared that information. Well
3: well, I'm not sure. I just know, you know, the mom had videos on Facebook talking about violence and it's wrong and mm-hmm. um she just seems like a real spiritual guruy kinda oddball, I guess. But <laughs> mm-hmm. not violence. Um the only evidence they also have is she had been, she has a green Prius, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what mountain did, did she go to? She had been seen driving to a mountain. Um, we'll have to get that exact mountain for you. But And she had Madalena with her one time. This is just from eyewitness. And then left without Madalena. Um, there's been a lot of tips, none that are concrete, um, but somebody had seen Madalena there a while ago. It's, it's like she was scouting out the place to do something, to do something. Right. I don't know what that is. And, and we'll put some pictures up of the car. Um, if anybody had seen it during that, that Thanksgiving time, you know, maybe she took her there and did something with her. Um, the family also wrote a letter actually it was very nice. You know, we miss her. We want her back, blah, blah, blah. And it was actually from his family. Hmm. So.
0: What are people seeing around town there? the Some of the locals, what are they saying? They have any theories?
2: I, the only thing I have seen is it's not going to be a good outcome. Hmm. Um, other than that, there, there was some mention about a fire, um, happening in the backyard. I think there were some neighbors that mentioned that. So the fire was a big thing. Um, Other than that, I don't think there's been much. And I know a lot of residents here wanted to help with search parties and do anything they could. But it seems like that's all just very hush-hush right now. Like, I don't think there are any public search parties happening um, around here. It's just right we don't have a lot to go off of Mm -hmm. the
3: police chief gets on um actually the news and gives an update from time to time but also saying you know we've got this we don't need anybody getting their nose in this as well so we just keep an eye out and he looks so evil in his picture i don't know who the dad stepdad does oh the dad the stepdad mm-hmm. no that's a female <laughs> police chief about no the police chief. Awesome. I was like, don't say that
1: yeah this sounds just like a Zara Baker mm-hmm. case Said that, uh, they were looking for him. they had been in Madison County in, mm-hmm. the, in the Prius yeah mm. where's
0: Madison yeah. County don't
1: mountains. It? it's up in the mountains Duh. yeah you know this stuff. And,
2: mm. and there's just there's just nothing just they're not talking nothing bad. nothing to go off mm-hmm. of as far as we know as far as we know right
3: and they're not talking and they've they've unsealed a few of these warrants but that didn't really give much except you know there were 12 bags taken from the house and um just they're getting phone records and digging up the backyard so well,
0: they need to keep their ass in jail and keep
3: Absolutely.
2: keep
0: um, digging at them to try to get some information out of them yeah
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah so unfortunately sad. they had plenty of time between her going missing and the police being notified to do a lot, yeah. cover up anything they needed to. Get their story yeah. straight. Three weeks. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And again, right off the highway, anybody, you know, could off 77, anybody could grab anybody and get on the highway and go. But I'm pretty sure you would report somebody missing within three weeks. Yeah. Especially if you're their parents.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Crazy. So again,
3: 11-year-old Madalena Kojakahari.
0: I think that's how and- you pronounce her name. You done better, not good. Yeah. Kojakari.
3: Well, scoog- mm-hmm. scoog- mm-hmm. scoog- I think I'm oh, uh, actually ahead. adding a syllable there. Yeah. That sounds like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I make up my own words, yeah. by the way.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, so. ought to, you ought to hear our podcast. We do a lot of editing. <laughs> when we after we make up our own words.
1: <laughs> Especially me.
2: We had one. What was our? We did the hillside strangler, and we had to say non-secreter, and we had to edit that at least five times to say it. Correctly. I couldn't get it. Yeah, that was yeah. funny. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> we do that too. <laughs> yeah. It happens. Yeah. So
0: I, Yeah, we'll have words and stuff that we're looking at and trying to and they'll get tickled at me trying to say like, what the what the hell are you saying
1: And <laughs> <laughs> It'll take him six more times and finally get it and I'm just in the floor by then. He's like, You just love this shit, don't you? <laughs> I know.
3: And then you can't look at each other. You're trying to get through. Yeah. It's like yeah. this isn't funny. This isn't funny. Yeah.
1: I think uh, maybe we can make this uh, an ongoing thing if you guys want. We'll every now and again get together and do this because I see we have a pretty good time here at Chemistry as well and had a good time.
3: Yeah. Absolutely. Let's, yep. let's do it. Good. Let's plan on it.
0: Okay. Well, all right, ladies. We're going to get out of all here. All right. We appreciate you being on the show and yeah, thanks so much. taking some time to talk about some cases going on. All right. Thanks
2: yes. for having us. Thank you very much for having us. All right. We'll see you next time. All right. All right. Bye-bye. 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 Bye. Bye.
0: All right, dude, again, Dale, we want to thank InMesh for being on the show. They, yeah. Them ladies are great. They got like a lot of good insight on some cases. They got a really good podcast they're putting out, and please check them out. Check and them out. Give them some love and support.
1: Yeah, it was, it was really a lot of fun. Uh, I'm glad we did that, and uh, it was a blast.
0: Yep. All right, dude, we're going to get out of here, man. Well, let's roll. We want everyone to be safe. Please be careful and always be aware of your surroundings.
1: Because the next episode could be about you
0: this is the crack Crackhouse house chronicles,
1: chronicles.